Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. So to um, continue the conversation about uh, our mindfulness and taking care of our brains and keeping it stimulated and protecting ourselves from stress and all types of other things, I wanted to add a tie-in to this. I came across a video on YouTube the other evening. I wasn't looking for it. But um, I would like you guys to look at, uh, I think that, let me look at the channel, what it's called. I believe it's Caring Medical um, Channel on there. And I would like you guys to also, if you want, if you know, you're not into videos or whatever, um, look at their website, which is www.caringmedical.com. And they talk about something that I think is also a tie-in to, I feel it is. Um, It's called, this particular video that I looked at is called Forward Head Posture and the Declining Brain Health. Okay. Now, in this particular video, it's only one of the physicians. I think his name is Dr. Ross Hauser, MD. And it says in the description box, he did it this month. The other day, actually. And it says, Dr. Hauser discussed the importance of correcting forward head posture before it's too late and leads to to brain atrophy. Okay. Um, I guess they're trying to uh, raise awareness. Now, they go into talking about um, extensive um, looking, what happens when you're looking at your devices, tablets, and phones for an extended uh, amount of time. Okay, and what the negative, unfortunate impacts it has on your brain itself. And he speaks of the creator and how our, you know, how we're supposed to keep our head at certain angles. But when you're looking down for extended amounts of time, days, weeks, months at your phone, it, you start to, he said he shows like a, um, an x-ray of, uh, of an individual who started to get actual lesions on their brain from keeping, because we were not created for that. We we were not created to keep our heads and our necks at a certain angle over, over time for long periods of time. And it's affecting people. So what I'm trying to achieve with with these podcasts is to raise awareness uh, about things that we may be doing, things that we can control. There are a lot of things that we can't we, that are out of our hands that are going on around us. And within that, a lot of people are feeling. I'm I'm no exception. Some form of you feel a little helpless, okay? I think that's just the human condition, okay? But there are a lot of things when you look to self that you can do to contribute to your own well-being and health, okay? Uh, it's not to make anyone scared, to stress them out, give them more stress, because we don't need any more stress, okay? Uh, but just to be aware of knowledge, is power. It has a certain of power. And instead of looking at other people, look to ourselves. What can we control? Okay. What can we do to be the best that we can be? Okay. So even though it may seem harmless, I keep saying this over and over again, everything has meaning. 
okay and it has cause and it has effect so just to be mindful now I know what it's like to be looking at a computer you know I love looking stuff up but I even I have to be like okay I've been on this computer I've been looking at this for a certain amount of time I need to take a break you know um, but it is affecting people. That's why, you know, when I look in the news and we've talked about that, I've talked about this when I've interviewed uh, Miss Mary, me and her talking, seeing how people are acting and they're doing certain things that you're like, oh my God, what led to that? There's things that are big that are happening that are impacting these people and maybe impacting us, but there are I don't want to say small because when I say small, it may seem like it doesn't mean anything and it means things. Yeah. Um, but things that we may be doing to ourselves that be contributing, um, to some of the things, oh boy, that are going on. Okay. So to own, own it and try to do better. Okay. To try to improve upon. And I think like this gentleman, this doctor that's in this video, he's trying, they're trying to raise awareness of this. And he's saying that he, in his practice, along with his, um, other constituents, that constituents, they're seeing an increase in, in this and it's brain and neck instability. Okay. This is weakening you. Okay. And it's leading you open, leaving you open to a lot of different things. Now, I also want to just touch on, we're seeing a lot, and we've been seeing for some time, athletes who are in contact sports, even though they're wearing helmets, that impact, whether it be boxers, like I said, contact sports, football players, over time, constantly, this keeps happening. They're wearing a helmet, but but it's still having this effect, and it's it's raising certain affecting certain areas in in their brains that we all have that impact aggression okay aggression and it's making them hurt the people that they love even unfortunately killing people and then they end up killing themselves some information about Dr. Stan Rotsky as well as reading information from uh, an adult coloring book uh, by him um, called the uh, A Coloring Book for Adults Anti-Stress Meditation Through Coloring in some of the text before the images uh, in the coloring book they gave information about the different types of brain waves gamma beta, alpha, theta, and delta. So then I looked up also some um, charts, just visual charts on brain waves. And the train of thought is five brain waves. But when I looked at another chart online through Google, I found a, a particular site called, hold on, themindunleashed.com, there are six brain waves, according to their website, in this chart that I um, pulled up. So, of course, do the traditional five brain waves, um, gamma, 31 plus hertz, learning, height perception, REM sleep. 
If you have too much of that brain wave, it is high arousal and stress. Then we're looking at beta, 4 to 30 hertz, uh, which equals normal alertness while awake. If you have too much of beta, um, it equals stress. Alpha, 9 to 13 hertz, relaxed or daydreaming, drowsy. If you have too much of alpha, it's inability to focus. Theta, 4 to 8 hertz, usually equals meditation, feeling raw emotions. If you have too much of theta or operating with too much theta, hyperactivity or depression. Delta, below 4 hertz, deep sleep, healing repairs the body. If you have too much delta, inability to think or learn. to Teachable Moments with April. So we're talking about the different uh, uh, levels of brain waves and understanding them, identifying them, and basically how, um, how they affect us from our, in our day-to-day activities. And maybe trying to make sense of what we're seeing in the world um, in a more like biological way. Uh, stance of it, um, what may be going on with uh, with us and our fellow human beings, understanding others as well as ourselves is very important. So they have, they speak, it's a particular website called Lucid and they go on, go into lists, Delta, Theta, Alpha, Beta, and Gamma. As I said um, in another segment here on this podcast that some believe there is a sixth um, brainwave which is called epsilon okay so I'm just going to abbreviate so I'm not I'm not repeating the same information over and over I'm just going to summarize what I see here all right so a lot of times how people how they found out about these brainwaves is through EEG um, and monitoring people um, it goes on to say although they channel automatic its own ability to modulate between them that determines how well we cope with pressure, rational and irrational thoughts, task management, and more. If our physiology, diet, or environment causes an overproduction or underproduction of a certain brain wave, it can alter the balance of our bodies and induce many negative effects such as insomnia, anger, stress, learning difficulties, and so forth and so on. That is why it's important to optimize our brains for a better wave balance rather than aim to increase or decrease a particular one. Now here's a thought. This is something that as I was looking up information and coming across certain information, here's a thought. Our body is made up of electrical impulses and is it possible now this is is this possible that there's so many electronics and devices in our environment now is it possible that if the certain conditions were right okay 
um, could it in fact these devices and these electrical um, impulses from these devices within our environment, within our homes, within our work, somehow affect us for good or for negative our brain and our bodies. Um, Unfortunately for a lot of people, maybe if we have a weakened physiology our brain where we have pre-existing conditions we have different things going on with us like we've spoken of before it I'm trying to make sense of this because it it's very alarming and because of my personality I'm trying to figure this all out why some people are more um, susceptible to these long these bouts of anger and aggression and they're doing things that are not they're not right they're they're not normal and they're not right um if there are some extenuating circumstances or components here that are at play i don't think it's just one thing i think it's many things so i'm just trying to make sense of it myself and that's ultimately what is my um motivation for for the majority of information that i'm putting here anyone has been listening it's very eclectic the information that I have it's never it's not just one thing I started out with one thing and I ended up branching out in other areas Um, it's not just about uh, meditation it's not just about mindfulness it's not just about um, everyday events it's not just about um, holidays and different things it's me working through and inviting you to go along with me to make sense of the things that I am seeing in my in my world and in my immediate environment. Um, Welcome back. So we're still talking about the information that I got off of Lucid. And they give some examples next about what brainwaves you may be using in different um, in different situations. Um, they're saying if you're in a meeting with a business partner, chances are you're exhibiting higher levels of beta and gamma waves. If you're fast asleep and, and mid-REM cycle, you'll be exhibiting higher levels of delta or theta waves. They say it's important to know that your brain never ceases to use a certain brain wave. So you're always using some brain wave, okay, or a combination of two. In fact, research shows that even during the deepest of memory storing REM sleep, the brain demonstrates gamma wave use, okay. This is particularly interesting field of neural research at present. Then it goes on to break down the different um, brain waves. It starts with delta waves. Delta waves are associated with deep, deep levels of relaxation and restorative sleep. To remember this, simply think of delta for deep. They are the slowest recorded brain waves in humans and higher are more commonly found in young children. During the aging process, lower delta waves are produced. 
Research tells us that delta waves are attributed to many of our unconscious bodily functions, such as regulating the cardiovascular and the digestive systems. Healthy levels of delta waves can contribute to a more restful sleep, allowing us to wake up refreshed. However, irregular delta wave activity has been linked to learning difficulties or issues maintaining awareness. Then they go into the whole frequency range, which is zero hertz to four hertz. High levels of delta waves um, is attributed to brain injuries, learning disabilities, inability to think, and severe ADHD. Low levels of delta waves attributes to inability to rejuvenate your body, inability to revitalize the brain, and it's poor sleep. The optimal range of delta waves is healthy immune system and restorative REM sleep. Now, something that I need to find, and I found it in a video form, on YouTube was um, the importance it spoke of the importance of sleep and how when we sleep there's certain um, uh, chemicals or enzymes I I have to look it up it, uh, it's very very important that like just wash I didn't know this to just flood and wash over your brain and it, these particular chemicals or enzymes or whatever, hormones, they, they um, extract. They extract. And I use the word wash because that's how the visual was for me. Um, neurotoxins. If you have any kind of neurotoxins that have collected in your brain during your day, when you go to sleep, it literally washes. It just floods your entire brain. Every convolution of your brain and just just detoxifies all those neurotoxins and that's what also got me thinking if you're not getting good sleep you're not you're having this severe um insomnia you're not giving you're not experiencing that and neurotoxins are taking root and 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 basically attacking your brain um which also may be something that is going on with people and all the aggression that they are exhibiting um, in the news we see it in our environment people are just so angry it's very assaulting and very it's very frightening in a way how and I don't even know I don't even think these people know why they're angry but it's quite possible that some of these people they're not getting the sleep that they need and they're these neurotoxins from different sources are just flooding their brain and they're not being washed out they're not being detoxed from their brain it's just a thought the next one is theta waves theta waves known as the suggestible waves because of their prevalence when one is in a trance or hypnotic state hmm. when is someone in a hip <laughs> making me wonder when is when, when are people in a trance or a hypnotic state hmm Okay, in this state, a brain's theta waves are optimal and the patient is more susceptible. Oh, to be hypnotized. Oh, and they say it's associated with therapy. And that's interesting. The reasoning for this is that theta waves are commonly found, oh, when you daydream or are asleep. I know that it's delta and, and, and theta waves are linked in that way. Okay. Okay, thus exhibiting a more relaxed and open mind state. Now there is some good, there's some positive that to that, but there's also a bit of danger there by your mind being open. 
to things and something kind of sliding on through there. Okay. Data waves are also linked to us experiencing and feeling deep and raw emotions. So now for theta, they said the range is 4 hertz to 8 hertz. And it says high levels of theta uh, attribute to um, ADHD or hyperactivity, depressive states. If you have, uh, you're you're constantly depressed, um, impulsive activity or inattentiveness. That could also be ADD too. Okay, low levels anxiety symptoms, poor emotional awareness, and higher stress levels. If you have just the right optimal range of theta uh, waves, you have maximum creativity, deep emotional connection with oneself and others, and greater intuition and relaxation. So last but not least, we're going to be looking at alpha waves, beta waves, and gamma waves on lucid.com. So alpha waves are the frequency bridge between our conscious mind, our thinking, beta, and subconscious, theta. Okay. All right. They are known to help calm you down and promote feelings of deeper relaxation and concentration and contentment. Beta waves play in um, an active role in network coordination and communication. Oh, uh, okay. In a state of stress, a phenomenon called alpha blocking can occur, which involves excessive beta activity and very little alpha activity. In this scenario, the beta waves restrict the production of alpha because we because our body is reacting positively to the increased beta activity, usually in a state of heightened cognitive arousal. Hmm, okay. Frequency range is 8 hertz to 12 hertz. High levels of alpha, too much daydreaming, over-relaxed state or inability to focus. Low levels of alpha waves, uh, le- uh, levels are OCD, anxiety symptoms, and higher stress levels. Optimal range, ideal relaxation of alpha waves. All right, beta waves. Beta waves are the high frequency waves most commonly found in awake humans. Okay, they're channeled during conscious states such as cognitive reasoning, calculation, reading, speaking, or thinking. High levels of beta waves are found to channel a stimulating arousing effect explain how the brain will limit the amount of alpha waves if heightened beta activity occurs however if you experience oh this lucid think of beta as the get ooh get s-h-i-t done state of mind so beta <laughs> beta is get s-h-i-t done get s-h-i-t done okay beta waves all right come through beta waves okay the frequency for beta waves is 12 hertz to 40 hertz high levels of that is anxiety inability to feel relaxed high adrenaline levels and the epitome of stress evidently low levels depression poor cognitive ability and lack of attention which seems to be 
repeated in different ways with the same. Okay, optimal beta uh, range is consistent focus, strong memory recall, and high problem-solving ability. Last but not least is gamma waves, which is also comparative, as I said over and over again, is genius (laughs) Uh, waves. Okay, gamma waves are more recent discovery. Oh, in the field of neuroscience. Okay, thus the understanding of them function is constantly evolving. Okay, to date it's known that gamma waves are involved in the process more complex tests in addition to healthy cognitive function. Okay. Gamma waves are found to be important for learning, memory, and processing, and they are used as a binding tool for our senses to process information. Now, in people with mental disabilities, much lower levels of gamma activity is recorded. Okay. Most recently, people have found a strong link between meditation and gamma waves, really. A link uh, attributed to the heightened state of being or completeness experienced when in a meditative state. The frequencies for gamma waves is 40 hertz to 100 hertz. High levels of gamma waves is anxiety, like the epitome, you're at the peak of anxiety and stress. Okay, the levels of gamma waves is depression, ADHD, and a great deal of learning issues. Okay. Hmm. Optimal range, information processing, cognition, learning, and binding of senses. So what I'm getting from this is what they're trying to say is that people that are considered to have learning disabilities or have intellectual are intellectually challenged, that they have very low levels uh, of gamma waves. So I spoke of the six brain waves according to uh, www.thebrainunleashed.com. So I'm going to read what they have on their chart with the six brain waves versus the five that I guess is like standard or traditional. Beta waves. Okay, it starts with beta. It has 14 to 30 hertz. Linear externally directed left brain thinking associated with stress anxiety and fear unsynchronized waves useful for short-term memory and routine jobs okay so then we look at we're going to go down to theta waves okay i'm just going to read i'm just going to go left to right okay theta waves okay so at four to seven point nine hertz reduced consciousness deep meditation intuition vital for learning and memory high creativity flashes of insight and inspiration spontaneous healing okay they have next genius brain waves gamma waves now this one is not in hertz on this particular um particular uh thing right here it has 40 to 200 a second okay it's the only one on here for this particular chart this particular website it says genius brain waves which is already said higher level of consciousness experienced by monks and visionaries 
mystical experiences and out-of-body experiences. Now look at that. Hyper-concentration and focus, crucial for self-awareness and insight. Now in this particular one, they show just a brain, okay? A picture with a brain. And what's interesting about these things is they're all color-coded. Gamma is usually on the previous one red okay but here it had oh yeah red that comes into kind of brain and like a bunch of electricity just flying out of it it's just like ooh, okay the next one is alpha waves 8 to 13.9 hertz relaxed focus and good health mental coordination long-term memory creativity and visualization okay um associated with light meditation all right delta waves one to three point nine hertz deep sleep unconsciousness growth hormone released loss of body awareness deep physical relaxation access to collective unconscious mind all right now the six this is the six this is very interesting to me it's epsilon waves and this is below delta waves, which is supposed to be the fifth. This is the sixth, epsilon, below 0.5 hertz. Experience in very deep and advanced states of meditation, ecstatic states of consciousness, high level inspiration and creation, look at that, spiritual insight and out of body, out of body, and mystical experiences so I wonder to myself when people are talking about uh, OBE which is out of body, out of body experiences and even people who um, believe in astral projection um, is this obviously it doesn't say astral projection but I'm thinking this maybe if we had to give it um, uh, it would be in this category I would have to guess this particular website lucid.com they did mention something here um, about something that's called a mind lab pro and they say it's a smart pill I guess that they are selling okay specifically formulated through scientific research over many years that significantly improve your motivation your cognitive ability mental agility and focus hmm. the right cognitive supplement can do that so they are offering to the public a supplement that they say is going to improve your motivation um, your cognitive ability mental agility and focus so if this is something that appeals to you then I would suggest that you go to their website and look into that. I just wanted the information about the brain waves. Um, but I do have to say that proceed with caution, like with all things and all supplements and all um, herbal remedies, anything that you ingest into your body, is to do your research and weigh um, the pros and the cons, and then from there make your decision if this is best for you.